Jesus Christ when he was at the garden of Gethsemane before he was betrayed he called his disciples and he said to his disciples to sit there and he also told them I'm just going to pray for a while he took Peter and sons of Zebedee that is John and James he took them and he said my soul is exceedingly sorrowful and watch with me and what I understand is all the disciples the rest of the disciples are there little far and Jesus took Peter John and James little closer and Jesus asked them to wait or to watch and Jesus went a little further to pray to God because he knew very well the time has come the hour has come that he is going to be handed over to the Roman soldiers and as Jesus went there he went to the father and he was praying to his father oh my father if possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as I desire but as you will Bible says he came back to see the disciples and found them sleeping and he said could you not watch with me for one hour let's 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 go back to the scripture portion we see that in Matthew chapter 26 Matthew chapter 26 verse 36 to 41 Matthew 26 36 to 41 then Jesus came with them to a place called Gethsemane and said to the disciples sit here while I go and pray over there and he took with him Peter and the sons of Zebedee and he began to be sorrowful and deeply distressed then he said to them my soul is exceedingly sorrowful even to death stay here and watch with me he went a little farther and fell on his face and prayed saying oh my father if it is possible let this cup pass from me nevertheless not as not as I will but as you will then he came to the disciples and found them sleeping and said to Peter what could you what could you not watch with me one hour watch and pray lest you enter into temptation the spirit is indeed is willing but the flesh is weak Bible very clearly says he came back to see his disciples my question was here here was why Jesus came back to see his disciples you know we would have heard many sermons on this context and every sermon will encourage us to pray at least for one hour but I wondered really what made Jesus to come back to see his disciples what they are doing he could have just go went on and on praying to the father but Bible clearly says he just probably he just broke that conversation with the father and said father just wait for a moment let me go back to see what's going on with my fellows there and he came back to see them what was going on with them 
I believe he knew very well they, that they will become weary and tired at some point of time. I believe he knew very well that they will become dull and disappointed. I believe he knew very well that they will be discouraged. He knew very well that they will lose heart and give up. He knew very well that they will become tired of handling the day-to-day issues, especially this particular day was very tedious for them all along. They were overwhelmed with the guilt probably of not being awake even for one hour. What I could understand is the heart of our Savior. Even though he told them to watch with him for one hour, he couldn't continue to pray to the Father. He came back to them and to see what is going on with them because he knew very well that my guys will get disappointed by seeing all these things, what is going on. Three and a half years I was with him, with them. But now things are, I am getting removed, I am being taken away from them. I'm sure their heart is so troubled and I believe our master even though his heart was overwhelmed and he says I'm exceedingly sorrowful and even unto death he never failed to understand the real situation of his disciples he came back to see what is really going on with the disciples you know he took time and he even, as I said, he even asked the permission of the Father and he came to see his disciples. And I can imagine what a moment it was for Jesus on that day. He was just foreseeing the death coming in front of him. And just not an ordinary death. It is a cruel death on the cross. He could all see because he says, my heart is exceedingly sorrowful even to death. Because we know Jesus was 100% human and he was 100% God. What we see is the human nature as he was ordinary man. He was living like an ordinary man on this earth. He could understand I know what is really going on with his disciples too. And he came back running in to see what is really going on. You know at times as our flesh is weak because then he says there our flesh is weak. But the spirit is willing but the flesh is weak. You know it's a statement it says I can understand you what is going on in your life. I can very well understand what is going on with you because I have been through it. I have gone through it. Now I can really understand what is going through, what is going on in your life. And when the disciples, if you remember, they were trying to fish over the night, even after Jesus rose from the dead. The disciples were fishing in the entire night and they could catch nothing. But Jesus showed up there in that moment of distress the moment of disappointment and he asked them to cast their net on the other side because he knew very well the disciples are weak and they are tired you know I believe the same Jesus today he is understanding every one of us perfectly you know with respect to what we are going through on this earth you know some of you have been praying for certain things in your life 
but you may not find an answer immediately and our heart is burdened and Jesus know that very well he knows it very well some of us are waiting for some breakthroughs in our lives you know it may be in the job situation or it may be in a business or it may be the life of our children and God knows very well all about because Jesus even when he was praying even when his mind was fully occupied fully busy with the things which is about to happen if he could remember what was really going on with his disciples I am sure God Almighty he knows everything that we are going through on this earth and today God is telling us not to lose heart God is telling every one of us not to lose heart you know there are three different situations in the word of God we read the term don't lose heart that's what I want to talk about Jesus our Savior the master on that day he came to his disciples to see what is going on with them he was there to tell them don't lose heart I can understand that you are troubled I can understand you are tired I can understand that you are sick and some of you you know feel like you just want to run away from this place it is true what you are going through but I just want to tell you that don't lose heart don't lose heart you know exactly that's what Jesus is telling to every one of us today you know when we are struck with the things of this world one after another you know one issue by another issue when we try to handle things on this earth at times we lose heart at times we find that oh we just you know really wonder I thought I'm supposed to be you know you know very bold man I'm supposed to be a very bold woman but now see I got into the situation I'm struggling to come out of it where can I go what can I do who else can help me how do I handle this situation you know we are just struck one after another and we get into that mode of failure we get into that mode of, of sorrowful and we get into the mode of giving up and that's where Jesus shows up and that's where Jesus showed up along with the disciples when the disciples were trying to catch fish on that night and today Jesus is telling every one of us he is there and he is telling us don't lose heart let's quickly turn our Bibles to see what are the situations Lord Jesus or God Almighty is telling us not to lose heart in three different occasions we can find that in the word of God let's turn our Bibles to 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 2nd Corinthians chapter 4 verse 16 and verse 17 we see a very very important scripture in this place 2nd Corinthians uh, chapter 4 verse 16 and verse 17 here the word of God says therefore we do not lose heart even though our outer man is perishing yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory did you just listen to that scripture can I just read that again for you therefore we do not lose heart why even though our outward man is perishing yet the inward man is being renewed day by day for our light affliction which is but for a moment is working for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of 
glory. You know, hear what Paul writes to this, uh, the church in Corinth. He's saying that, do not lose heart. Do not lose heart, even though our outward man is perishing. You know, we all know that we are one year older than what we were last year by this time. Can you deny that? Nobody can deny it. We were just one year older than what we were last year by this time. Every year, you know, we become older whether we like it or not. You know, some of the things which we don't see in our body start showing up as we become older and older. And here, knowing that, Paul is writing and he is telling them, even though our outer man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. You know, it, it, it works in opposite directions. Our direction. Outer man is kind of declining. It is kind of, you know, going down. Every day you become weaker and weaker. Every year you become weaker and weaker. You know, some of our parts of the body starts aching as we grow, you know, older and older. So our outer man goes in one direction. But what should happen to the inner man? Inner man, word of God says, is renewed day by day. Every day the inner man is renewed. It means the inner man is go, you know, moving forward in a growth that is in that opposite direction. One way, one is declining, growing, going down, the other one is going up. Our outer shell, what we have today, it is, it is perishing day by day. It is perishing day by day. Have you noticed something in our body? Do you think that one fine morning we will just die? No, we have been dying. We have been dying every minute. We have been dying every moment. And slowly the death comes in our lives and one fine morning that's it. We just wake up in the presence of God. You know, for a saint of God, death is nothing. For a saint of God, you know, someone said, it's for me the death is just, you know, I close my eyes here on this earth and just wake up my eyes in the presence of God. Every day, every day our outward shell is going down. It's, it's perishing. But what should happen to our inner man? Our inner man should never lose heart. Inner man should never become weaker. The moment our inner man becomes weaker, that's it. That's the time the enemy will take control over our lives. You know, God wants us to be strong in our inner man. You know, someone gave a comparison. When you inflate a balloon, you take a balloon and you inflate a balloon, you know, it becomes bigger and bigger. You know, that's how we need to grow spiritually. That's how our inner man should go. Exactly, Paul is saying the same thing here. Even though our outer man is perishing, yet the inward man is being renewed day by day. And he says, for this light affliction is for a moment. Someone quoted the scripture in the beginning, I think it was Joy. She was quoting the scripture there. The light, the, the, the moment, the affliction what we have is for a moment. And is working for a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. And what God is telling us is, do not worry about that. Do not lose heart in the things of this world. Do not lose heart in what is really going on with our lives. So first in the scripture we see, don't lose heart. In 2 Corinthians 4, 16 and 17 as we read, it talks about the weaknesses. It talks about the sicknesses we carry in our body. You know, some of us are more concerned concerned about the sickness that we carry in our body. You know, the, our more concern is not going to make our body alright. 
you know that's something which we need to understand as we live on this earth you know there are factors you know which bring sickness in our lives and the age is also one of the factors not just always sin not just always the weather condition age is also you know factor sometimes we are influenced by the you know condition of the weather and we become sick there are so many things coming on our way and in the midst of all this what God expects us to work out is work out our salvation every day work out our salvation every day you know certain things need to happen daily in our life one such thing is the growth is the growth have you noticed the little children you know when they grow up in their you know little age maybe six seven eight nine every time when they grow up they just go and stand you know next to the wall and ask the mom and dad put a mark right to measure their height and they go to bed and next day morning they get up and they come and stand in the same wall and to see whether they have grown up a little bit right you know that's what is their understanding it is good that's how we need to be as children of God we need to grow in the Lord day by day every day every day we need to go we need to grow in the Lord so first of all we should not lose heart because of our weaknesses and sicknesses in our body secondly let's go to Galatians Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 Galatians chapter 6 verse 9 says and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart Galatians 6 9 you know word of God says do not become weary in doing good in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart means what what does it mean to us you know some of us when we when we do something good to someone else you know we expect something back in return from them but at times we get disappointed moment we don't see them you know probably in that situation they assured that they will help us but now things have gone further you know things are not the same as it was but now that assurance is taken back and we feel that we are left out we are all alone the promises which were spoken into our lives we were thinking that they will come true but now they are not because people they have taken their words back we were trying to do good in the midst of all our difficulties but then now we find that things are not happening and it is a natural you know tendency of our heart to become weary we become tired you know especially think about some of your families that you are trying to bring them up some some of the family members you are trying to support them some of the family members with with whom you are in touch with telling about the word of God teaching them the word of God thinking that we can bring back to the saving knowledge of Jesus Christ you are trying to do good but you know in in in, in respect you know you get something bad you don't you don't see the response the way you expect from them you don't see their writings to you not as you expect they are totally different you become tired of it you become sick of doing those things again and in your life you know some of us want to help them probably to bring them to this nation or to settle them in a good job but you don't see the cooperation that you expect you know from them 
our hearts become tired our hearts become tired you know some of us in our workplace we try to be good to them in spite of we being good you know we don't get anything back from them our hearts become tired you know what the word of god says do not lose heart do not lose heart it very clearly says and let us not grow weary while doing good for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart same jesus who was standing next to the disciples understanding their situation and he was saying that your spirit is willing i know your spirit is willing you know it is an amazing thing that jesus didn't rebuke them for not praying for one hour he was saying that i know your spirit is willing you know that's what god tells to every one of us you know some of us at times we get disappointed by by you know looking at our own behavior we want to get up in the morning and pray but you know our body doesn't allow us to do it and at times we get disappointed i want to do these things for god i want to live in this way for god but then i'm not able to do things but god says i know your spirit is willing i know your spirit is willing heart to heart you want to do it but i can also understand your flesh is weak your flesh is weak you know our jesus he understands us perfectly he understands us always and here paul writes do not become weary in doing good thirdly ephesians chapter 3 verse 13 ephesians chapter 3 verse 13 word of god says do not lose your heart ephesians chapter 3 verse 13 therefore I ask that you do not lose heart at my tribulations for you which is your glory here of course Paul is writing to the church in Ephesus and saying that do not lose heart in my tribulations for you he is thinking the church in Ephesus may lose their heart by thinking how much struggle Paul is going through you know we tend to lose heart in times of tribulation in times of tribulation we tend to lose heart you know when churches are going through some tribulation you know some of the countries there are churches are being persecuted today you know when they go through the persecution do you think that all the believers they are going to stand through that persecution no not at all there may be handful of the believers staying there no matter what happens to my life i will give my life to god i will give my life to the lord you know when persecution comes in way in our lives when tribulations comes in our life you know we tend to lose heart very easily what are the tribulations we are going through today you know paul says i'm going through the tribulations every day you know i'm just crushed everywhere i'm just pressed down everywhere i'm going through troubles everywhere what are the tribulations we are facing today what are the challenges we are facing today you know i know the spirit of god knows that very well there are some challenges in our lives we are struggling to handle our tribulations can easily make us to lose heart in the things of god even in our own life in our family we think we at the end of the day we come and sit and say that what is the use of all this what is the use of doing all this you know some of us would have said that in our life at some point of time but god is telling us do not lose heart do not lose heart 
and every situation god is telling us do not lose heart you know some of us are being you know going through some tribulations maybe maybe because of the behavior of somebody the behavior of someone in our life we face every day we meet every day it has become a challenge and now it has become a tribulation in our life every day we don't want to be there in that place because we don't want to face that individual or we don't want to face that somebody in our lives you know that's the kind of tribulation and god expects us to be there because god is telling us that i have put you as a salt in that place i have put you as a light in that place to show my light to show my nature to show the the the, the qualities of jesus christ in your life and it has become a challenge every day for us and it has become a tribulation for us and god is telling us do not lose heart do not lose heart all that we need is patience and god will give you that patience and he will help us not to lose our heart and this evening god is talking to us god is dealing with us before we close let's read one more scripture in first peter 5 verse 10 first peter First Peter 5 verse 10 says but may the God of all grace who called us to his eternal glory by Christ Jesus after you have suffered a while perfect establish strengthen and settle you when all that we are going through on this earth it may be our sicknesses and maybe our pain it may be we try to do good things but we don't get it back it may be the kind of tribulation that what we are going through on this earth and here god says it is all for a while it is all for a while you know during this process of tribulations and you know uh, the the negative uh, impacts we get from individuals and the sicknesses and the sufferings you know they do something in our lives you know what they do they make us perfect they establish us they strengthen us and they settle us that's what the word of god says they settle us they make us more strong they make us to go further in our lives the trials and sickness they don't really break us but instead they build us up you know every time we need go through that you know thing in our lives when we go through that situation in our life when we come out of it now we know how to handle it now we know how to handle it trials teach us how to depend on god every time when we go through the trial we start depending on god we are drawn to him more closer and closer you know god does those things in our lives god does allow those things in our lives trials and tribulation help us to learn how to depend on god today god is expecting us not to leave heart but to become more strong in the lord but to become more strong in our faith but to become more you know closer to god but to learn to become you know how we can more be become dependent on god and god expects us that us to do that because eventually he wants our inner man to grow he wants our inner man to grow 
And God is taking some of us through that situation to make us strong. Once we come out of it, we are strong. We are made strong. We know how to handle. We know what to do. And you know, that's how God takes us to the next level in our spiritual walk with the Lord. And today as the Lord is speaking to you, He is telling you, do not lose heart. I remember the song written by Andre Crouch. Through it all, through it all, I have learned to trust in Jesus. I have learned to trust in God. Through it all, through it all, whatever we may go through on this earth. Whatever struggles we may go through on this earth, through it all, we will learn to depend. We will learn more to more depend on God. And this evening God is speaking to us 